Well, here we are, we're in August, and it's been a massive four months of disruption, hasn't it? Huge disruption to sales and business generally. But is there sales opportunity? Is there an opportunity within this disruption for your business to really thrive and come out of this really well? Well, I'm hoping there is. And that's what I want to share with you, some top tips and ideas around that subject in this week's podcast. You're listening to the Better Presentations More Sales podcast with Trevor Lee. Tune in each week for top tips and ideas to deliver in-person and online presentations, demos, sales pitches and webinars that will help grow your sales. And now, here's your host, Trevor Lee. Welcome everybody, this is Trevor Lee. This is episode 124 of Better Presentations More Sales. Now, I've been uh, delivering a webinar at the end of last week uh, to a bunch of people from a, an organization across the UK. And we were talking about sales disruption and sales opportunity. And I thought, hey, it'd be great to share some of the bits of ideas that I came up with during the, the webinar with you in the, in the podcast. Because we're now four months into sort of lockdown, if you like. And I know that in, you know, lockdown is easy. And certainly here in the UK, lockdown is easy. And I know across the rest of the world, you know, sometimes it's, you know, it's easing down a bit, but it's also grown a little bit more as well. But the question is, in this time of massive disruption, is there also opportunity? So let's have a, you know, what I, what, what I was thinking about in the webinar and what I was showing in the webinar is that I think I've always, you know, in, throughout my business career worked on the basis that there are four challenges that businesses have at any one point in time. And I don't think those challenges have necessarily changed a great deal during lockdown. They're now maybe in a different guise. But to me, those challenges are, number one, is your offer. And is your offer keeping up with your customers? And what I mean by that is that, you know, we know that customers are really switched on these days. They're very focused. They're very well researched. And sometimes, you know, what you're offering doesn't meet their expectations. They're moving faster than you are. And that's no different now during this period. In fact, it's probably accelerated, hasn't it? That the expectation of customers has grown even more in the last four months than it previously did. So have a look at your offering, you know, and, and just check and see whether it is actually what customers now need. I've been, you know, as I've mentioned in a previous podcast, I've been looking at my offerings in particular uh, around my sales and coaching products. And, wow, you know, they, they, I've made significant changes to them. Because, you know, the feedback I've been getting from people is that we want them more focused, we want them online, all this sort of stuff. Second thing in the business challenge world is the customer experience. Because it's very hard right now, well, it was hard certainly before lockdown, you know, to differentiate your product or service from somebody else's. Because no matter how different you think it is, actually, it's probably not that different. But the one thing that can differentiate you is the way you treat your customers and look after them and deal with them. It's that overall customer experience. So have a think about how you can deal with that and manage that because that will make a big, big difference. Uh, the number three challenge is staying ahead of your competition. Now, I'm not a great believer in being obsessed with your competition, but you can learn from your competition. So what are your competition doing right now that would be, you know, that you could match effectively and replicate? Have a look at what they're doing. And then, of course, you know, try and do it better. 
And then the fourth challenge in business is is generating revenues, isn't it? You know, uh, you have to keep generating revenues. So I think those four challenges haven't really changed during lockdown, but they are all going to be in a different sort of context, if you like. So I've got seven top tips for you then in, in that case to to try and turn disruption into opportunity. Seven things that you could be doing, which I think will be helpful to you right now to keep your sales momentum or, or reignite your sales momentum, to re-energize your sales teams, um, to, to get better at the way your, you know, your company comes across, the way your company is presented to the outside world. Right, so here's seven things, and some of them are tangible things that you need to do, and some are just you know, things that you could think about and adapt into your culture within your organization. Right. Number one is give before you take. Now, I've pinched this line from a guy called Brian Burns. He runs, Brian runs a, the Brutal Truth About Sales and Selling podcast and a line I picked up from him a couple of years ago. But it's really, you know, I think now is the time to give before you take more than ever before. And what he means by that is that, you know, stop thinking about creating, you know, all you want to do is get a sale. All I want to do is get an order. And think about more about what you can do for your customer or your new customer before you want to, you know, grab that order. Because, you you know, that's the taking bit is grabbing the order. So the giving bit is when you share with them some advice or a, a sample maybe or give them some of your time. There's lots of things that you can give to your customers, your potential customers before you take from them, which is, you know, the order that you get. So think about that. You know, um, check out a previous podcast I did a few weeks ago. It was called Stop Selling, Start Helping. That really covers that subject in much more detail. I, I don't have it in front of me what episode it was, but it was it was in the 100 teens, or I think it was about 116 or somewhere like that. So that's number one, give before you take. Number two is get noticed and talked about. And what I mean by that is that you can... Raise your profile right now. And again, you know, again, when you when you share stuff, you can share it in an article or a comment or a post. But just make sure it's helpful and useful and it will get noticed and it will get talked about. So Gary Vaynerchuk, who some of you may have heard of, he's a, a real you know, sales social media guru. And, and he always says that if you comment on anything on social media, LinkedIn in particular, make sure it's the best comment. So don't just play, oh, I agree, or that's great, or thanks, or congrats, all those sort of things. Actually, put something really you've thought about, and that's really useful, and adds value to the conversation. It will get you noticed. That's number two. Number three is freshen up your offer. So have a look at what you are offering. This goes back to this, you know, your, you know keeping up with your customers. Is your offering keeping up with your customers? So have a look at your offer. What can you do differently with your offer? What can you add to it? What can you amend to it? You might want to drop some bits of it or drop some products and services altogether. But now is a really good time to just freshen up your offer, make it more appealing. Customers will want something different from you. And also, it means you can also think about taking your offer into a different market, which you hadn't previously considered. I just worked on the basis that if I was doing sales training, I was going to predominantly do it in person. And therefore, geographically, you know, it didn't make sense for someone to fly me across continents to deliver a sales training day. But now I've taken it digitally. I can deliver this sales training program anywhere in the world. Um, And it's feasible and it's viable and it's efficient for the customers. So look at your offer as well. Freshen it up. See what you can do differently. 
And also that will give you, I think, also have a little bit of a brainstorm around the markets that you could put your offer into because sometimes your product or service may well suit a market or a sector or an industry that you hadn't even considered. I'm working with an engineering company at the moment and the guy who runs that is constantly now thinking about how his products could work in different markets which they previously hadn't entered or considered. So that's number three. Number four is freshen up your website. Okay. (laughs) Now, your website is your shop window. If you've got a website, if you haven't got a website, you might have a Facebook page, whatever it is, wherever I find you, you know, freshen it up. Because don't forget, we know that, and I've banged on this message several times in previous podcasts, that it's reckoned by the experts that around 70% certainly in the B2B market, of, of decisions about who to buy from are being made before any contact is made direct with the, with your company. So if you're in the B2B market, you know, think about that. What does that mean to you? It means that you could be missing out if I'm looking for whatever you offer and I go to your website, I go to your Facebook page and I can't understand what it is or I have to, I can't find what I'm looking for. So have a look at your Facebook or website and particularly your front page. Because think about some of you listening to this may may run physical shops. And my question to be would to you would be, how often do you change your shop window? And I bet it's quite often. And think about your website as your shop window. I mean, you know, you've heard that before, I'm sure. But are you treating it as your shop window? Because if it was a physical shop window, you would be changing it every season, every quarter, every six weeks, maybe in every week even, you know, adding stuff to it. When was the last time you had a significant change of your front page of your website or even any change of your front page of your website? What frustrates me with customer websites is that customers invest a lot of money in a new website. They all look fantastic. You know, you've got the video and the slider and all that sort of stuff. But right now, I think it needs to work really much harder for you. Drop all the fancy stuff and focus on the stuff that really matters to customers. So they need to find what they're looking for very quickly and easily. And if they don't, they'll go somewhere else. And you won't even, you know, you, you'll, there'll be a stat on your Google Analytics and that'll be about it. Instead of being a customer that could, you know, be a customer for the next 20 years. So that's how crucial your website could be. So freshen up your website. Number five, keep communicating with customers. Hopefully you've been doing this throughout lockdown anyway. But, you know, don't stop now just because lockdown's easing. But stay, you know, talk to your customers, talk to them a lot and not about buying more stuff from you, about just being helpful. I'm working with a software company that kept going throughout the whole of lockdown, didn't uh, furlough anybody at all. And one of the tactics that we employed with that company was that we would contact on a regular basis all their existing customers. And the purpose of the call would be to check that the investment they made in the piece of software they bought was being fully utilised. Just want to check that you're still active at the moment, that you're fully making the full use of the product that you bought from us. And offered them some free training as well. If they wanted extra bit of free training, that was the giving bit during lockdown from this organization. And guess what happened? Not only did it work really well and the customers were really pleased, but during the conversation, things emerged and customers would say, well, actually, uh, one thing I've got a problem with at the moment is X, Y and Z. And they would say, oh, well, we've actually got a solution for that. So inadvertently, sales were gained, even though the reason for you know, communicating with the customers was not to sell them more stuff. And I think that's a big lesson generally about sales, isn't it? Sometimes the harder you try for sales, the less chance you've got of sales. And, and more often, if you step back and you work hard and you come across as you want to help the customer do as best they can, 
sales will sometimes fall in on the back of that. And part of that is sometimes having to think not like a salesperson. So if you're a salesperson listening to this podcast, then maybe just step back and think sometimes you need to make those calls and stop thinking like a salesperson and just think like someone who's there to help your customer make the most of, of what they've already invested in. And hey, who knows, they may invest in other things for you as well. Number six is be responsive, so act quickly. Those of you who listened to the podcast um, again a few weeks ago with Nicholas Vandenberg from Chili Piper will know that in the podcast, Nicholas revealed that the research his company had done had found that if organizations are looking to buy from you know the likes of yourself and they might send out two or three emails to different organizations or make two or three calls or well, three or four or five even, his research showed that the, the person or the company that responded first had a 78% chance of gaining the order. So if someone sends in an email inquiry, get on top of it straight away. If someone contacts you on the phone, get on top of it straight away. And that's a good reason for checking that your, you know, what your phone system's like. And <laughs> I, yeah, I mentioned voice buddy in the on hold uh, messages last week. So again, you know, if you've got terrible on hold music, then get rid of it and get hold of Toby at voicebuddy.co.uk and he'll sort you out with some great on hold music. But do check your voicemail message, on, particularly on your mobile phone. How long does it take to ring and, and what does it say? And then get on to people. Don't wait think, oh, I'll call them back tomorrow because tomorrow may be too late because somebody else may have called them back today and they've got the business. So you've got to act quickly. And particularly right now because there's not tons of business kicking around, is there? You know, it's hard to come by. It's not like flooding in through the door for most organizations. So any chance that you've got a business, then, you know, take it. Turn that into that opportunity. And linked to that is number seven, the final tip, and that is that you've got to be alert and ready for opportunities. Because even before lockdown, I see a lot of organizations and we talk about opportunities and they'd realize that they were missing out on them because they just weren't alert. You know, they were thinking too much about themselves. If they were having conversations with customers, they were asking questions, they weren't listening to the answers. And within those answers, there were opportunities and they weren't listening because they were thinking about the next question. You've got to get better collectively in business haven't we at spotting and listening and creating and seizing upon opportunities so there we go ladies and gentlemen i think it is still huge disruption isn't it you know i mean all of you will be facing very different challenges i'm sure but there will be opportunities within there so the, the message from this podcast is that no matter how you know how how much of a struggle it might be right now or you might be run off your feet right now whatever position you're in there's always going to be opportunities if you've got in place all the things that are A, going to make it easier for your customer to create their own opportunity with you. And secondly, that you're on alert and ready for picking up those opportunities yourself. So there we go. I'll put all seven tips in the show notes. So thanks very much for listening. If you do enjoy the podcast, please do leave a review. I'd be very grateful for that. So thank you very much if you do that. And uh, see you again next week. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.